<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hey, welcome back to the Child Care Director's Cheer. I am so happy you tuned in today. I am going to get to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is leadership in the ECE field. And I know right now for many of us, it seems a little difficult. Um, we might feel like maybe we've lost a little bit of our mojo and a little bit of our motivation and inspiration and the days seem to be blending together. And what I always find is when I learn something new, whether I go to a conference, I go to uh, take an online course, or I take a new college class, I always feel reinvigorated. And so I'm not sure if you do as well, but um, when I do that, I feel that spark get reignited in my belly, in my gut, in my heart. And so I thought today, let's talk about it. Um, let's start with first the why. So here's 20 facts that I can think of that is uh, explains why it's important for directors or you or an owner to really be entrenched in ongoing learning in terms of leadership. Number one fact is it's the ongoing learning resources provide directors with an opportunity to expand their knowledge base, gain insights into new strategies and techniques. Number two, Continuous learning helps directors stay ahead of the curve and adapt to ever-changing business landscape. That's right. I said business landscape because I want to make sure that when you are selecting coursework and you are selecting workshops, that you don't forget about the business side of early childhood education. Whether you work for a for-profit, non-profit, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we still have to worry about enrollment. We still have to worry about budgets, grants loans, when, however your, your program is financially supported, you obviously have to report out to your board, to your bank, to your business partners, uh, to yourself, right? So making sure that you are adapting to yourself, um, uh, adapting for yourself um, to make sure that you're the best leader that you can be for your team and your business. Uh, fact number three is directors who invest in ongoing learning are more likely to make informed decisions that benefit their organizations. That's just a fact, guys. We know that. Fact number four, learning resources enable directors to develop a broader perspective, allowing them to see the bigger picture and make strategic decisions, which I absolutely love doing strategic planning. So think about why you need to be strategic, right? And it could be to overcome low enrollment. It could be how to find top talent. It could be how to uh, make sure that your program is competitive. There's so many reasons why you need to put strategy into place. And being updated on your professional development is certainly one way to make sure that you are as effective as possible and are really well in tune with what's going on and are able to make pivots very quickly in your business. Number five is ongoing learning fosters 
professional growth, personal growth and development, which in turn, of course, enhances your leadership capabilities. Fact number six, directors who engage in ongoing learning are better equipped to navigate challenges and uncertainties in their roles. And folks, let's face it, we are navigating those challenges right now every single day. I don't care what state you are in, ECE is having challenges, whether it is being competitive, fighting staff, maintaining staff, meeting standards, improving quality. In one of those areas, there's a good chance you're working on that and overcoming the challenges and the changes in your role, which can change weekly, sometimes hourly. Um, So I know you're all laughing, but we know it's true. Number seven, learning resources provide directors with access to industry best practices and case studies, allowing them to learn from other successful leaders, which is why you tune into podcasts and read books and go to networking and all of those things because you're able to learn from others and use their experiences and their stories and reflect on them and see how can you take what they have just shared with you and use that to your advantage. Fact number eight, continuous learning helps directors build a strong professional network. It enables you to collaborate and share your ideas with peers. And to me, that's one of my favorite things. Fact number nine, directors who prioritize ongoing learning demonstrate a commitment to self-improvement, which inspires their teams to do the same. So walk the walk. You cannot tell people to continue to go to professional development if you don't. You can't ask them to go to conferences if you're not there, right? So walk the walk. Make sure that you are setting that example and making that commitment not only to your team, but to yourself. Fact number 10, learning resources help directors stay updated with the latest technology advancements. And this enables you to leverage new tools and systems to save you time, to save you energy, to save you stress. And the more tools you have in your toolbox, the more creative you can get. Tip number 11, ongoing learning enhances directors' ability to communicate effectively with stakeholders. It fosters trust and transparency, especially if you are talking to a board and you say, I just came back from the National NACI Conference. Here's what I learned from the best of the best of the industry. Here's what this panel shared. Here are the stats on XYZ, right? It's not just your opinion. You've got the proof to back it up. Tip number 12, directors who invest in ongoing learning are more likely to identify and seize new opportunities for organizational growth. And let me tell you right now, with all of the challenges we're going through right now, growth is one of the areas And changes is one of the areas that we can really use to capitalize, right? As you bring new people into your organization, maybe you are going to find some really inspired leaders that you didn't have access to before. So don't always feel like you're you're constantly hiring people and um, you have so many new people. Sometimes that can be a blessing. So think about how you can seize that as a new opportunity. Don't look at it as a negative but a positive. What new skills is that person bringing to your program that you didn't have prior to their coming onto your team? Fact 13, learning resources provide directors with the necessary skills to lead diverse teams and foster an inclusive work environment. If you were a leader and you took leadership courses 14 years ago, 
they are not adequate for today's new workforce. We are also working with generations. I think we're up to five generations in the workforce right now. If you have old leadership training, you are behind the eight ball. You are not going to capture all of these new folks who are coming in. You're going to continue to hire the same people that look like you, act like you, think like you, um, and you're not going to have any diversity. So make sure that you are using learning resources to make sure that you know how to lead diverse teams, how to cultivate diverse teams, and how to attract diverse teams to your program. Fact 14, continuous learning helps directors develop critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Almost like a cat, right? Nine lives, enabling you to overcome complex challenges, thinking about how we can do things outside of the box. How can we problem-solve? Because let's face it, 99% of the time when people want to talk to you because they have a problem and they're looking to you to help them solve it, to help guide them through the process. And uh, so you've got to be really good at problem solving and then working with different um, types of people. Tip number 15, directors who engage in ongoing learning are more adaptable to change, which I'm going to say goes without saying. In today's fast-paced business environment, you are you are a goner if you are not able to adapt. And again, very quickly, um, it continues to change as you know programs look different, and even families' work looks different, right? Now you have workplaces that allow families to work from home part of the day um, or a couple days a week. And maybe, you know, part-time care is something that's going to become more and more the norm. Um, you know, two-day options, three-day options. Um, yeah, so you have to think about all these things, these complex changes in not only our field, but the industry outside of our field and the workforce that um, is working in your area, in your communities. What does that look like? Tip number 17 is ongoing learning helps directors develop emotional intelligence, enabling them to understand and motivate their teams effectively. You have to be emotionally connected. You have to also know how to read your employees' emotions. All of your team are not going to think the same, respond the same. They definitely have different needs as individuals. And the more in tune with that you are, the better leader you will become. And that comes with that professional development. Fact number 18, directors who prioritize ongoing learning are more likely to inspire innovation within their organizations. Usually that means you're the first to try that new program, that new credential, that new toy, that new method, right? Or even creating your own. Um, so directors who really prioritize that ongoing learning, you're already ahead of the curve. You already know what's coming down the pike and you are able to inspire the rest of your team to get on board with that. I could tell you a story uh, really quickly. So when uh, the quality rating system was coming into our state uh, years and years and years ago, you know, we were one of the first programs to jump on. Um, and everybody's like, well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just get accredited? I said, you know, if this is where our state is investing the money and if this is where our state is investing resources for support for programs, for training for teachers, with um, marketing and advertising to families to say, here's what you need to look for in a high quality program, then I was like, I'm on board. And we were one of the first ones to do that, um, even become part of the group that was putting together the framework before it was even rolled out to programs. And so be a director like that, be a leader like that, who gets all the insight 
ahead of time. And then also make sure your voice is there because if something seems like it's a little off kilter, what you think is maybe not a great uh, move for your company, your organization, you know, you might not have your voice at the table. Fact number 19, learning resources provide directors with tools to develop effective strategies for talent acquisition and retention. And if number 19 alone isn't good enough for you, I don't know what is because that's really where most of the folks are struggling right now. And my last fact is continuous learning is a lifelong journey. It empowers directors to lead with confidence, drive long-term success for their organizations. So those are the whys, right? And hopefully those are, you know, those are enough to convince you to sign up for some more PD. I want to I want to also lead with this before we hop into the resources. Lead with this quote from John F. Kennedy. And he says, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. And I think that that's true. All good leaders will continue to invest in their professional growth and development. And not just the professional side too, also your personal side. Don't overlook that. So let's go to what are the resources out there, Erica? Well, there's a million of them out there, but let's talk about a few. Well, number one is we have to start with the National Association for the Education of Young Children. We know that NACI is a renowned professional organization dedicated to promoting excellence in the early childhood uh, education field. And they have a wide range of resources, including publications, webinars, conferences, online communities, and their support to the ECE leaders and their professional development. So I would say hop on over to NACI's website. They provide so many research-based articles, position statements, and practical tools that can really help you enhance your leadership skills and keep you informed about current issues in the field. They do a real lot of work around advocacy. If you have a local NACI branch, in your state and you're not a member, I would highly recommend that you that you become a member. There's also the Early Childhood Investigations webinars, um, also known as ECI, and their platform offers free webinars presented by experts in the field of early childhood education. And their webinars cover a variety of topics relevant to ECE leadership such as effective communication, staff development, program evaluation, and of course, advocacy. Participating in ECI webinars can provide you with valuable insight and strategies to improve your leadership practices. The, another resource is the Harvard Graduate School of Education, and they offer a range of professional development programs specifically designed for ECE leaders. These programs provide opportunities to learn from renowned faculty members, engage in interactive discussions with peers, and gain practical skills that can be applied within your leadership role. And they have a few different options. They have short-term workshops or extensive programs, uh, which, like I said, I love a combination of both. And Harvard's resources can significantly contribute to your professional growth. There is the Early Childhood Leadership Institute, and that organization also offers leadership development programs tailored to the needs of ECE professionals. Their programs focus on building leadership skills, promoting effective communication, which we talk about all the time on this show, and fostering a positive organizational culture. 
uh, which we talked about on yesterday's episode. They also offer online courses, coaching services, and networking opportunities, all aimed at supporting ECE leaders in their professional journey. And then, of course, there are books and publications, numerous books, so many, um, but some that we could say might be good for you to check out are The Reflective Leader. Um, That is by Jennifer Colliar Spellett, C-O-L-L-I-E-R. There is also The Visionary Director, a handbook for dreaming, organization, organizing, and improving. There is also The Visionary Director, a handbook for dreaming, organizing, and improvising in your childcare center by Maggie Cotter. Um, There is The Visionary Director, a handbook for dreaming, organizing, and improvising in your center by Margie Carter, and Leadership in Early Childhood Education, The Pathway to Professionalism by Jillian Rod, R-O-D-D. Their resources are practical. They have case studies and research-based strategies to enhance your leadership skills. So those are some of the resources. Now, before we go further, I want to say one of the reasons that I really do love this leadership portion is I feel like we can make an impact, not just, I shouldn't even use the word just, but we can really make an impact, not just on the families and the children we serve, but also the teachers that we serve. And so I feel like when you are a leader in our our space, the impact that you can make is is so great, is so great to our community, and um, and I I love you know everything about it. So uh, we'll hop into some of the best strategies that I think, and number one for me is absolutely networking with peers and experts. I find it to be one of the most effective ways to find professional development opportunities is just networking with other early childhood directors and educators in the field. I'm a friends with a few professors and when new courses are coming out or new degrees of study, they often share it with me. I often share it with my staff. I love attending conferences. I love speaking at conferences. Um, I love being part of panels. All those things are just so fun and engaging and really just light up my heart and my soul. So um, I encourage you to do the same. There's also some online communities and forums where you can get, you know, engaged in some discussions, share your own expertise, and then of course, learn from others. Another strategy for finding great PD is of course, utilizing online resources, as I shared quite a few, um, a few minutes ago. But, you know, take advantage of those resources to expand your knowledge, learn new strategies, and stay up to date with current research and best practice. And we, you know, I also think that we really should talk about, you know, engaging in reflective practice. And I probably don't talk about that enough on this show, and I probably should, but reflective practice is a powerful tool for professional development. You know, take the time to reflect on your experiences your challenges, and your successes as an early childhood director. Consider what worked well 
and what could be improved and engage in a self-assessment and identify in areas where you would like to grow or gain more expertise. And we do this a lot with our staff when we sit down with them and we say, you know, Susie, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in a year? Where do you think you're good? Where do you think you struggle? But I don't know how often we check in with ourselves. So check in with yourself. Reflective practice is uh, definitely one of the ways to do that. Collaborating with local organizations, as I, as I mentioned earlier, if you're not part of NACI, you definitely should be. Um, there are lots of different early childhood associations, groups at the university level, uh, community centers, so many different places. But take a look and see. Obviously, they, they vary from state to state. But collaborating with them can not only provide you with valuable learning experiences, but also allow you to build a network of professionals that are local in your community. Seeking funding and grants. Uh, professional development opportunities often come with the cost, but there are many funding options available right now. So research and apply for grants, scholarships, or sponsorships that can support your professional growth. And many organizations, both public and private, offer financial assistance for early childhood directors who are dedicated to enhancing their skills and knowledge. And lastly, the key to finding professional development opportunities is to prioritize your continuous learning. Make professional growth a priority in your career as an early childhood director. Stay curious, seek out new knowledge, and embrace opportunities for growth. By making a commitment to lifelong learning, you will not only benefit yourself, but also positively impact children, families, and the staff in your early childhood program. So sorry that is a little bit longer of an episode than we normally have, but as I said, it's one of the areas I really love. Um, I hope that you continue to inspire, uh, continue to invest, continue to reflect on yourself as a professional that you are. Thank you again for tuning in. See you next week. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>